to the pleasingtothepod.com podcast. This is your host, Horace Williams Jr. It is Thanksgiving weekend, listeners. Sorry, Thanksgiving week. You know I had to come on and talk about my favorite holiday. So today, I'm going to leave you guys with some prayers of thanks that we can pray every day. I wrote about this and published it last week on the website, so... Feel free to visit HoraceWilliams.com or PleaseTheBottle.com and check out the uh, entire post. But I'm really just going to use this for for cliff notes as I inspire you guys to share these prayers of thanks every day because you know I'm all about prayer. But as I was saying, yeah, Thanksgiving is my one of my favorite holidays. Uh, I think because one of the reasons is there's no pressure for gifts. The food is fantastic. And I'm more of a side dish person. I don't know about you guys. I'm more of a side dish person. Um, not too big on turkey. It's hard to get turkey just right. So turkey needs the gravy. Turkey needs the dressing. The mashed potatoes. The, the uh, green bean casserole. Um, those things. Uh, sweet potatoes without the mushrooms. I know, I know. I mean, without the marshmallows. I know I'm not a big marshmallow person. But... Uh, and I, honestly, I've even become a fan of some good roasted Brussels sprouts. Someone knows how to do them. You know, roast them. Maybe a little balsamic vinegar. Um, mm, chef's kiss on that. But uh, And usually everyone is usually generally happy to see each other on Thanksgiving, you know. Because it's, it's probably been a long time since we have seen a lot of the people that are there on Thanksgiving. You know, last month I shared... Um, on the website, I was talking about how to best handle the unexpected seasons in life. Um, don't know if I mentioned it to you when we spoke last time, but I had a surprising health issue that was preventing me from climbing in my bed for weeks. So, by the grace of God, I was able to replace the bed, and uh, which it was pretty high from the floor, but I think it had more to do with I've got some injured... Um, some injuries to my back that are... I don't think they're necessarily injuries, but I think they're degen- degenerative, he tried to say. <laughs> Issues in his back, so I got to take care of my back. And so, got a bed that was more suitable, easier to get into. Didn't require me to do the Mary, Mary Lou Retton gymnastics to get up into the bed. But speaking of the unexpected, I want to mention to you guys... Uh, I've been reading a fantastic book by Christine Kane. That's K-A-I-N-E. And it's titled The Unexpected. Um, and you can get a hardback copy, which I love hardbacks, for less than 10 bucks. And I highly recommend this book. It is so encouraging, so inspiring. Because um, we all deal with the unexpected pretty much every single day. But her, her perspectives on how to go about that and still live in a way that honors and glorifies Christ which is really encouraging and I can't recommend it high enough it's titled like I said it's titled Unexpected by Christine with a C Kane K-A-I-N-E I think you would really it's easy to read and enjoyable book I think it would be worth your time so my inspiration for the I was reading a devotional by one of my favorite pastors, one of my 
spiritual fan, spiritual fantastic for Chuck Swindoll and he inspired me to do something about honoring God this month with our prayers so I'm going to list seven talk to you about seven prayers that you can pray every day not just on Thanksgiving and it will really change your life if you take the time to do this in your quiet time or whether it be morning midday Nighttime, whatever works for you. But I think if you do these prayers, it really um, bless your life. So the first prayer that we should be praying is a prayer of freedom for our freedoms. You know, it's easy. Excuse me, it's easy to take for granted the freedoms we have here in the Western world. Although it seems that is changing, for, especially for Christians. You know, because I talked about uh, when I wrote this article that I didn't have to hide in fear and, you know, type it up in my basement. But times are slowly changing. The Christian is now looked upon a lot of times with disdain by many people. We're thought to be judgmental, intolerant, and to some even bigoted. So, honestly, it's my prayer that Jesus returns soon. I can't imagine hiding fear while typing up an article like that or writing about this or even speaking about this right now, speaking about prayer or being punished for sharing my faith in God publicly, even though there in some countries that is taking place. So prayer number one of our seven prayers of thanks is to thank God for our freedoms. Okay, Prayer number two is to thank God for your family. Now, don't laugh. I know there's always one relative. But also, every family family dynamic is different. And of course, each one presents its challenges, frustrations, and maybe disappointments too. However, we have to be thankful for our family members and pray for them regularly. I mean, what, what I, the way I put it was, I don't even want to think about it. A sibling, a cousin, a niece or nephew, not enjoying the blessings of heaven with me and my Savior someday. So, make it a priority to pray for somebody. Somebody that comes to mind, a family member or a loved one you need to pray for. Maybe they need to develop a personal relationship with Jesus. Or they just need some encouragement or needed some guidance or direction for a decision they have to make. So, ask God to bless them with whatever they need. But also remember to pray for your spiritual siblings, too. I know I have, oh my goodness, so many people that have come alongside since I recommitted my life to Christ. We're going on 11 years now, 11 years ago, that have come aside in different aspects of my journey to encourage, to instruct, to help, to support. And so they're in my prayer app, too, not just my immediate family and extended family but a lot of my spiritual siblings get prayed for as well and I have this verse from Colossians 4 it says Epaphras who is one of you a bond servant of Christ greets you always laboring fervently for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God that's found in Colossians 4 verse 2 laboring fervently for you in prayers wow so 
I encourage you to pray fervently for not only your blood family, but your spiritual siblings and family members as well. Another prayer that we need to pray for on a daily basis is to pray for our friends, whether it be close friends, even acquaintances, um, semi-close friends, old friends. Um, I mentioned in the article, you realize our friendships have seasons too. And so this makes it all the more important to pray for our friends. Our friends are sometimes forced to move away due to career changes or health issues or family needs. Um, Those are just some of the dynamics that change our friendships. So we must always remember to pray for our friends. And we've got one more F. What do you think it is? And just a couple of friends, scripture verses before I get to the, the next prayer. I thank my God making mention of you always in my prayer. The Apostle Paul said in Philemon 1.4. And then Proverbs 18.24, it reads, A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Do you have a friend like that? I know I do. Wow. Going on. Let me do the math. 27 years we've been friends. It's crazy when I think about that. We don't get to see each other that much that often. I mentioned him in my first book on power of prayer. But yeah, I won't say (laughs) you can do the math, but 27 years he's been a friend who stuck closer than a brother. And then the third prayer, or is this the fourth prayer? But this is prayers for your faith. You know, for myself personally, recently I started prioritizing thanking God for the faith he instilled with me to accept his son as my Lord and Savior. I don't take this type of prayer for granted. God chose me to become a part of his royal family, not based on anything that I have done. And so, I'm constantly thanking him for thanking the Lord for stealing the faith in me to believe without a shadow of doubt that Jesus died on the cross for my sins, rose again the third day, And if I ask him to come into my heart, forgive me of my sins, surrender my heart to him, and want to live for him, that he will do that. He will send his Holy Spirit to live within me. I'm now a child of his, and I want to encourage other children of his to seek his face, to say prayers of thanks, (laughs) to draw closer to him. And one thing I put in the article is that I don't have all the answers to understand why some things happen, but I choose to trust God with all my heart. And a couple of my favorite verses about faith are found in Hebrews 11, which of course is a faith chapter. I highly recommend and read it. It's um, towards the end of the Bible if you're not quite familiar, but um, it's Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And then verse 6, a few verses later, it says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Let me say that again. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. 
just marinate on that for a little bit. So check your faith and where who your faith is focused. And I have three more prayers of thanks that really speak to me. And I think that they will encourage you to pray when you do them. And it involves some interaction or some physicality. So the first thing I want you to do is look up. Do you ever look towards the heavens when you talk to the Father? I know we've been taught to bow our heads, but try looking up and offering worship to God when you pray. And that's worship. Um, you know, sometimes I imagine Jesus sitting at the right hand of God, watching over me, looking down, watching over me. So, first thing is to do, one, one, another prayer you can do while you're praying, before you pray, is look up. The second thing I want you to do, this is number six, look around. I put a picture on the website of the galaxy, and one of the verses I used was, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. And that's Psalm 19.1. Look around in nature. Look around at the flowers. Look around at the, you know, for me, I'll give you a personal example. For me, um, I have found the coolest thing on YouTube, and I'm probably late to it because I'm always late to these type of things, but I can find these beautiful scenes where they've got a crackling fireplace and some rain pitter-patting on the window, and there's some nice jazz playing. And I can really write to that, or I can have my quiet time while that's going in the background. But recently, I found an underwater scene, and there were so many fish and mammals and creatures that I have never seen before. Don't know what they're called, what they are. But I was like, wow, God made every single one of those. Every single one of those creatures. Same thing when I'm watching Nat Geo and I see all those animals in the African jungle and I'm just blown away like God made every single one of those. Or I see the beauty of a picturesque mountainscape. God made every single one of those. So take a look around. Here in Texas, the blue we have blue bonnets and so when blue bonnets begin to sprout up it's kind of the first sign that spring is near for us and so when you're driving down the freeway and you see those blue bonnets on the side of the road you're just like wow those are beautiful I mean there's people that are pulling over to the side putting their kids in the blue bonnets taking pictures I mean it's it's a, it's a beautiful thing but but take time to look around and see what God has created Thank him for choosing you to be be a part of everything around you. So that's seven. Oh, we got one more. That was number six. One more. So we had look up, look around, look within is number seven. Look within your heart. This is my final prayer of thanks that I want to encourage you to pray about. It's all about looking honestly at our hearts and our relationship with God. God does not answer many of the prayers of the unrighteous 
unless they are crying out for salvation. However, God really enjoys hearing from his children. Nonetheless, if Christians have any sin in their hearts, God will not listen to them unless their prayers are repentance. You know, God cannot look upon sin. So if you have sin in your heart, or you're harboring sin, or you're harboring bitterness, those prayers are bouncing off the ceiling. Make sure your heart is right when you go to God in prayer. So like King David, ask God to search your heart and reveal any sin, sin, wrong motives, bitterness, anything that would cause him to look away from your sin. Because I know I want to be sure that God hears my prayers when praying for others. And here's the, here's the prayer that David asked God in Psalm 139. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. That's Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. So I want to leave you with a prayer. I'm going to pray for you, pray with you this Thanksgiving. And I know holidays can be challenging and stressful and sometimes even painful. I know for me, one of my grandmothers, we lost her around Thanksgiving and it was a holiday that she loved. I can't even begin to talk about the prayers that she would prepare for us on the holidays when we would come to visit. So, I want to take a moment, moment and pray with you, pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity and privilege to come before your throne of grace. As we celebrate the season of gratitude and thanksgiving, may we always remember to thank you every day for all you've done, continue to do, and will do in our lives. May our attitude of gratitude affect the lives of many for the good and your glory. And Lord, for anyone that's listening to this, I pray that you encourage their hearts, remind them of your presence and your love for them. Help them to not be afraid to offer prayers of thanks to you because you love hearing from your children. Encourage their hearts to seek you for wisdom, for help, for support, for encouragement. Remind them of your love, Father God. Thank you for hearing this prayer. I pray that you will encourage them to pray as well. I ask these things in Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. So, it's two, two days until Thanksgiving. I hope you have a wonderful time of fellowship, family, feasting, football, whatever you do. Maybe just rela- relaxation, <laughs> taking long naps. Eat lots of eating lots of desserts. Whatever you do, uh, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Keep your eyes on Christ. I'm gonna review these prayers real quick, and then I'm gonna sign off for this. So we've got want to pray for our freedoms, pray for our family, pray for our friends, pray for our faith, and then we want to look up and worship. Look around at nature and look within your heart. So that's seven prayers of thanks that we can pray every day. If you want more details, you can go to my website, pleasingtothepotter.com, or just type in my name, horacewilliamsjr.com. It's H-O-R-A-C-E. Also, I believe my books will be on sale this weekend, so go to the website, the Unleash the Power of Prayer book, even the Furnace of Affliction book, How God 
use our pain and suffering for his purposes will be on sale as well and there may even be a giveaway lady so if you feel that you're fearfully and wonderfully made that might be something you're interested in so thanks again for tuning in and listening to the podcast hope you have a wonderful holiday enjoy your time and i'll talk with you soon bye bye